Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Hard to believe, but yes, it is March 1st. This is your morning buzzcast for Monday, March 1st. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcor. Remember, nominations for the Sports Business Awards are due tonight. So get in your nominations in your respective categories. Let's first remember Irv Cross today, the former Pro Bowl defensive back who became the first black man to work full-time as a sports analyst on national television with CBS died Sunday at 81. I certainly remember Irv Cross well. He was good. He spent six of his nine NFL seasons with the Philadelphia Eagles. He was a true pioneer as he was on the NFL today with Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, Jimmy the Greek Snyder. Irv Cross spent 23 years at CBS. He won the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Pete Rozelle Radio and Television Award in 2019. Always a gentleman. I'll always remember Irv Cross. Let's shift to baseball because the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League yesterday had 14 spring training games. I watched a couple of them. It was great to see fans there. Attendance was capped at 2,400. Many facilities had fewer fans than that. Of the 15 Cactus League teams, seven teams sold out for the spring as of Friday. Other teams just had a limited number of tickets available. And the limited supply of tickets has really been a shot in the arm to the resale secondary market, the average cost of a Cactus League ticket this spring is $82. The average resale price of a Dodgers ticket is $134. That's up from $30 last spring. So you see the work of supply and demand right here. But good to see baseball back. Good to see fans in the stands. Let's shift to football because our John Oran reported late Friday that Disney and the NFL had reached a broad agreement on a new media rights deal that will see ESPN renew Monday Night Football and ABC would return to the Super Bowl rotation for the first time since 2006 as part of this deal. Now the contracts reportedly have not been signed but the two sides are close enough. They've worked out most of their differences and a deal is very close at hand. Of course, According to sources of our John Oran. John Oran also reports that Disney will pay an increase of up to 30% from its current deal, which is based on an average of $2 billion per year. So that would come out to about $2.6 billion per year. The NFL denied the report. They said it was not accurate, so we should be clear on that. But we are seeing signs that the deals with Fox, CBS, NBC are also very close. Iran does report that the NFL could announce its media deals as early as this week. But the bottom line is this. It seems that the NFL's packages will remain the same with Fox, CBS, NBC, and ESPN. Thursday Night Football, the wild card right now, looks likely to go to Amazon. So more clarity coming on the NFL's media deals. A couple of interesting nuggets from Peter King on the NFL schedule. He reports that the 17-game schedule is highly likely for this coming season. That's not a big, big surprise. But he does know that the league calendar will be pushed back one week. 
So what does that mean? Well, we've talked about this on the Buzzcast. It means that the Super Bowl will likely be pushed back to February 13th in Los Angeles. So there'll be no extra buy, 17 games and 18 weekends. Super Bowl 56, originally scheduled for February 6th, could be pushed back to President's Day weekend, February 13th, which of course could impact a number of sports properties. Think of the NBA All-Star Game. Think of the Daytona 500. But we've talked how the NFL does want to extend its calendar. Peter King is hinting it could come as early as next year's Super Bowl. Let's shift to MLS because this is news that certainly made MLS and the city of Sacramento not very happy as Ron Burkle on Friday notified MLS Commissioner Don Garber, that he is not moving forward with his acquisition of an MLS expansion team in Sacramento. Ron Burkle reportedly cited issues related to COVID-19 and the pandemic as factoring big time in his decision. He was concerned about the increasing cost of the stadium that they are building for the team in Sacramento. Remember, Ron Burkle announced a deal in October of 19 to lead the group for an expansion team in Sacramento, but apparently Burkle and MLS officials failed to agree on a final contract deal, and now Burkle has exercised an option to get out of the deal. Meanwhile, Sacramento Mayor Daryl Steinberg said that the city would continue to move forward to bring MLS to the city, but now The main owner is gone, so they will have to look for a new owner who could fund a new facility for an MLS team. There's a lot of factors involved here. There was an NWSL team planning to go to Sacramento as well. Now this could open up MLS's options in terms of relocating this expansion franchise. There are other cities out there that would love an MLS expansion franchise, Las Vegas. Phoenix was in the mix. Remember, Detroit was in the mix. So this decision by Ron Burkle not to move forward with an MLS expansion team in Sacramento certainly changes the game for MLS. Let's stay with soccer because we've talked about some of the celebrity investors in the NWSL. Remember, Angel City FC has a number of leaders in sports and media and technology. The Washington Dash had recently talked about Chelsea Clinton and Jenna Bush Hager joining their ownership group. Well, the NWSL Chicago Red Stars this morning announced a dozen new investors from across the sports, entertainment, media, legal landscape, and all of them have ties to the city of Chicago. The full list of investors will be announced this morning, but some high points, ESPN Sarah Spain, U.S. Olympic gold medalist Kendall Coyne Schoenfeld, NFL offensive lineman Michael Schoenfeld, and even an NFL executive, NFL Senior Vice President of Global Brand and Consumer Marketing, Julie Haddon. They are among the investors of the NWSL's Chicago Red Stars. So the NWSL continues to bring on more and more high-profile celebrity investors. Speaking of ownership switches, the WNBA Atlanta Dream announced a deal late Friday. Part of the new group of investors for the Atlanta Dream, former Dream player Renee Montgomery. She will be the first former player to be both an owner and an executive of a WNBA team. She has been working on broadcast of Hawks games this season, so good for her. Renee Montgomery, part of a three-member investment group who have bought the WNBA Atlanta Dream from co-owners Mary Brock, Kelly Loeffler. We know the backstory around that, but this is a new ownership group. They have no plans 
to relocate the franchise, and they're very bullish about the WNBA in Atlanta. So the dream with new owners, including Renee Montgomery. Let's end with a couple of quick hitters. One of my favorite stories of the weekend, we had it in weekend wrap yesterday. The Thunder played the Hawks Friday night in Oklahoma City. Both teams came out in very similar uniforms. The Hawks wore their bright red, and the Thunder had their bright orange. Apparently, you couldn't tell the difference between the two teams on television. It was incredibly confusing. So what did the NBA ask? Well, the NBA asked the Thunder to change their uniforms to a more viewer-friendly white home uniform. And so that was one of my favorite stories of the weekend. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are allowing 15% capacity at T-Mobile Arena starting tonight. So 2,600 fans will be in the venue against the wild. Fans must fill out a health survey on their smartphone before they arrive to the venue. So another market opening up their venue for fans. Good news indeed. I'm heading to the coast of Maine later today to spend the rest of the week as some siblings and I are taking our mother to the beach we'd go to growing up. We're going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of my father's death. You know, losing a parent is very hard, but this will be a nice shared family experience as we remember our father at the beach he loved. So I hope you all have a great safe week. I know I'll look forward to a couple of days off in Maine. I'll speak to you all when I return next Monday, but stay healthy, stay happy, be good to each other. I'm Abe Madcore, and that is your Morning Buzzcast for Monday, March 1st. Have a great start to your week. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.